The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in Japan, Ghana, and Italy, and in the states of California, Virginia, and Texas. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening, uplift your life Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show's success possible. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace. It is through this connection with the limitless part of yourself that miracles occur like unexpected wealth and healing and relationships. In our first show this year, Psychic Dwan Washington pointed out that this connection to our limitless higher self is essential to make the best use of the energy available in 2016. This is new energy entering the world that will allow us to change our destiny and create the life we desire. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is reconnect with the divine. Fear moves in when we feel separate from the divine. Think of someone you love and reconnect with the divine through love. The fact is that like fear, separation is an illusion. Since the divine is pure love, we can help ourselves feel divine love by feeling the love of another human or an animal. This is what we mean when we say love is all there is. When we are able to truly know and feel that, 
We live without fear and in continuous connection with the divine. And my next workshop, the Om Awakening, will also help you to make this connection and keep it. I'm the first teacher initiate and I'm grateful to be chosen to offer this workshop to you. Om is the sound of creation. It vibrates at the highest levels. The Om awakening process will align you with the positive, loving, and enlightening vibration of the universe. Through this experience, you will open six new channels within your body, connect with divine energy, raise your vibration, increase your awareness of the divine, heal your body, see more through the eyes of your limitless higher self, release your fears and bring more light, love, health, and youthfulness into your body. We'll be at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas on Sunday, February 21. And if you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Lynn Russell, who will talk with us about what near-death experiences tell us about living. Last week, we had a great conversation with Nancy Addison, who shared with us how she endured abuse for many years in a marriage of financial privilege until one day she made a new choice. She called 9-11, overcame her embarrassment, got help from a counselor at a women's shelter, left her abuser, and went on to build a successful career and life. Her story is one of personal strength and self-empowerment. She mentioned that she didn't realize she could receive those counseling services free of charge because of her husband's substantial income. In fact, the shelters are not allowed to accept money because of their IRS status. They operate through donations. This is important because often the abusive spouse has control of the money and would be suspicious if large sums of money were unaccounted for or openly used for therapy. 
talking about her abusive past is difficult because it brings up a lot of buried memories and feelings. Because of that, I really appreciate Nancy's willingness to come on our show and share so freely. She and I do so in order to help others know that they are not alone and they too can make new choices that will change their lives. Whether you're dealing with abuse or something else that's challenging, her story will inspire you to take the actions that are important for you. You can hear this show or any other of my shows that you may have missed or want to listen to again by going to my website, paulajoyce.com, and clicking on radio show at the top of the navigation. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, which allows you to listen when it fits your schedule and needs. While you're there, if you missed our first show of the year with Psychic Dwan Washington, I encourage you to listen to it. His show was our most popular show last month. He shared information that was so important that I put it in a blog that is also on my website, paulajoyce.com. He told us how we can make this a spectacular year for ourselves and at the same time decrease destructive influences in the world like violence and global warming. This is the year that you can even change your destiny. Please check it out and then generously share the information with others who you know. My silver lining story for this week is actually about my last two shows, which were both on emotional abuse. Every time I do a show on abuse, old buried memories, new insights or feelings or sadness or anger surface. With Dr. Marty Loring, I remembered that feeling of never being safe and of walking on eggshells, never sure what was going to trigger an angry explosion because there was, in fact, no rhyme or reason to his actions. That was the whole point. The outbursts were random to keep me off balance. With Nancy, I remembered who I was when she and I met before we had left our marriages and we were still trying to make a plan to leave. I remembered how fearful, lost, and disconnected from my own power and strengths I was. It was painful to look at all of that again, some of which I hadn't thought about in 10 years or more. The silver lining is that by allowing those feelings to surface, I could examine them, feel them, learn from them, and release them. Through this process, I become even stronger and more comfortable in my own power. It's easier to keep those feelings buried and not remember. The problem with that is that they are still there doing damage under the surface. When I allow myself to feel what I was unable to feel years ago and release it, I free myself to be more of who I am and to bring in more joy and physical and emotional health into my life. I've noticed that when the process is complete, I have more brain power and physical energy. Keeping unpleasant thoughts and memories suppressed takes a lot of energy, physical and mental. When that energy is no longer needed to hold back those feelings and memories, it becomes available for me to use in positive ways of my choosing. 
Living with abuse is like experiencing a death, the death of the true self. Even though the body is still alive, the spirit is not. Anyone who has lived with abuse and left has lived through a near-death experience. So here are some things I've learned about living. Last week, Nancy talked about grappling with the guilt she feels for not leaving her abusive marriage earlier. I've learned that I cannot undo the past. I used to ask myself, could I have left my marriage earlier? The answer to that question is, yes, I could have. That produces guilt and even anger toward my counselor who advised me against divorcing my husband assuring me that I had a good man and we shared the same values. The problem is, is that I was asking the wrong question. The better question is, what would have happened if I had left earlier? What I know now is that if I had left earlier, I would have entered into a similar relationship, thinking that it was different, but eventually I would have discovered that I had attracted the same kind of man because I hadn't done the healing I needed to in order to be free of abuse. You can't push the river. I needed to stay and develop the inner strength that eventually allowed me to leave and create a healthy life for myself. I know people who have been married four or five times because they didn't take the time to change themselves between the marriages. If you do what you've always done, you get what you always got. So no, I couldn't grow any faster than I was capable of growing. We are always where we should be. The earlier we discover this truth, the easier life becomes and the easier it is to release guilt. Our path is only clear in retrospect. We think we're achieving a designated goal when in fact we are really gaining experience for our true path. All of our experiences are preparing us for what we wind up doing. That's why we now write resumes based on the skills we have learned and the accomplishments we've achieved in each job, rather than just listing a series of job titles. Certainly, I never would have thought that my life experience as an abused child and woman would influence my career path. Yet, here I am. Living life with a sense of curiosity, adventure, and wonder rather than judgment and absolutes makes it possible for our lives to unfold like a novel. We have to be willing to shed our skin like a snake does when it no longer fits who we are. Recently, I was reading that hermit crabs grow by discarding their shell as it becomes too confining for them. They know when to shed the shell because they feel uncomfortable. That discomfort, that stress can be our impetus for growth. We can get stuck in bitterness, guilt, and blame, or we can welcome the opportunity to shed our limiting ways, learn, and grow. In education, we have two curriculums. One is the curriculum that the teachers are given at the beginning of the school year. It includes the skills, content, and competencies that the children need to learn for their written tests. Then there's the most important curriculum, and that's the unwritten curriculum, the one that you don't realize you're teaching but actually influences the character of your students. It includes the way you treat people, the values, the morals, the attitudes that you share with your students, your prejudices, your likes and dislikes, your frustrations, 
how you approach a problem, etc. In other words, the most important lessons in life are the unwritten curriculum. In every relationship, job, and experience, there is an unwritten curriculum. Pay attention to what you are learning, whether the learning is enjoyable and who you are learning from. Then consciously choose to continue with that unwritten curriculum or to choose another one. We do have the ability to turn in any direction and at any moment. Make sure that you are using that ability wisely. There's a Jewish teaching story that I love. It goes like this. When Zusha finds himself at the entrance to heaven, he's asked only one question. Were you the best Zusha you could be? His accomplishments don't matter. God only wants to know if he was true to his authentic self. The other wisdom that I love comes from the founder of the Hasidic movement, the Baal Shem Tov, who said, who lives in joy does the creator's will. So I ask you, what if all that was expected of you was to be the best you that you could be and to do so in joy? How would your answer affect the way you live your life and the choices you make? And now I want to introduce our guest today, Lynn Kathleen Russell. After a 28-year career as a family counselor, she helped Dr. Jeffrey Long research his book, Evidence of the Afterlife. In the process, Lynn researched about 2,500 near-death experiences and discovered that the people were bringing back messages from the other side. Wanting to share this information, she wrote The Wonder of You, What the Near-Death Experiences Tells You About Yourself. She explains how we play an active role in our lives through the choices we make here on earth and as a spirit, even before we come into our physical existence. Lynn also conducts workshops on science and spirituality. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my workshop, Om Awakening, or to schedule one in your area. Then click on store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Then go to calendar of events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Lynn Russell to talk about what near-death experiences tell us about living. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners. And as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call one 866 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down, if you're the best you, you can be. I'm so pleased to welcome Lynn Russell, who is here to talk with us about what near-death experiences tell us about living. Welcome, Lynn. Thank you. Um, I was wondering if you'd be willing to start with, and and I love the approach that you take, um, and so I, I would like for you to start by telling us what you think the, the most important thing is that you've learned through studying all of these massive amounts of near-death experiences. Oh, I learned such beautiful things. First of all, I learned how beautiful we are, that we are one with the, with the source, and that was marvelous. And because the source is love, we are love, and it's just up to us to recognize that. And, and what does that mean? How does that affect our lives? Well, uh, if we recognize that we are beauty and truth within, then we can reach into that spot within to allow us to make decisions about our lives. So it might release some of the self-doubt and fear. I mean, often people talk about, um, well, I'm not sure what God or Jesus Christ has in, has planned for me, so I'll just follow whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and you're right. It is, it is helping you to know that you've got within you whatever it takes to be able to get the answer, the proper answer, and to trust yourself, just as you've said. Yes. 
and and I think that part of that trust is knowing that we have with inside of us the love of God, the love of Jesus Christ, the love of all the spiritual, um, mm-hmm. positive, wonderful spiritual beings who have preceded us. And it's that connection that informs our lives, not something outside of us. Yes, exactly. And that, that love is the reality of our being. And that's so hard to stay connected to because there's so much fear in the world with global warming and the economy and terrorism. Yes, yes, that's true. It is hard. But if you keep, if you just keep going back to it, it comes to the point where it's automatic, where you know that that's the reality of your being, and so it's more. It gets easier and easier as you, as you keep going back to that center self. Yes, and I love that you're saying that because it's really about making a choice and that we are in charge and that when negative thoughts or fears come in, we can replace them with that love if we pay attention and choose that. Yes, exactly. Yes, that's right. Um, I also love you talked uh, about guilt and um, that we shouldn't have any guilt. Would, would you um, share a little bit more about that? Sure. Well, uh, in the beginning, we have to understand that we have chosen to come to this, this existence, this separation, to, to have an experience of separation. And so... Um, but our reality is beauty and love and joy. And so um, when we come here, we're separating ourselves from that. And that's a very difficult place to be. And so um, if we recognize that, then, then it helps us to, to make the right, right direction and the right choices. So, um, and... I- yeah, go ahead. Oh, no. no. Well, then the, one, the other thing is that, um, how do I say this? At the, near, we, at the near, most people have a life review. And during the life review, they feel love and warmth and acceptance and unconditional love all the way through it, even though they are looking at something that they've done that they wish they hadn't done. Uh, if that was the case, um, they're still wrapped up in love and understanding and, and kindness because at the spirit level, there is no negatives. There is no, um, you can't be wrong there. And if we could take that wisdom into ourselves and allow ourselves to just be where we are, learn from the experience, but not mm. judge it, just to understand that it's learning, it would yes. change everything, two, two wouldn't it? things that happen with the, um, with the life review is that you either are very, you know, when you do something good and, and you will feel that's wonderful and you're so proud of yourself and, and feel good inside, but when you've done something negative, what the question is, what did you learn from that? How would you do it differently next time? That's a simple question, and that's it. So that's what we can ask ourselves now. We don't have to wait until uh, we die. We can say, well, what did we learn? 
how are we going to do it differently next time? Right, and if if um, and sometimes we can't go back and and um, or that kind of situation doesn't present itself again, and so right. somehow we just have to make peace with. We still learned from it, and it influences who we are and all kinds of choices that may not be an exact duplication of that situation. Right, exactly, yes. Um, and, and so we are here to, as many people say, to grow and learn in love. And I think what we often miss is that that's also self-love not just love of others. We forget about the peace of loving ourselves. Yes, that's right. Yes, and, and if we recognize, if we keep in touch with that, that soul part of ourselves, because that's another thing. People think that we are personality or that we are ego, and in reality, they are false. They're nothing. They are not, they're simply nothing. They're, they're, they're just myths that we have made up. Our reality is soul, is spirit. That is what we are. And it's the soul that lives the life that we are living, even though it isn't, the soul isn't out there somewhere floating around and watching what's happening. Or it, It's inside of us actually moving and animating this body and does all the things that people do, drive, dance, go to work. It, that's the soul that's doing that, not, not, not a personality or not an ego. And when we leave, we, our soul is what leaves. And that's why the body just, nothing, it stops. You know, because the personality or the ego cannot come in and reanimate the body. It's the soul. And we need to really keep in touch with that, that we are soul. Not that that soul is out there somewhere. It's right inside of us. And that soul is what catches us, connects us to, to the oneness, to the, to the source, to the creator, to God. And and when we are in touch with that part of ourselves, the soul within us, and make decisions from there, that's when we're really living our authentic life. Absolutely. Yes, true. Um, Wonderful. Good, good statement. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And it's, it's challenging because there are so many distractions of people telling us who we should be, what we should do, who we're yeah. not. And we believe all of these things about ourselves that really probably have no reality with who at the core and at our soul we really are. That's true. Yes, absolutely. And we, it, because it starts as a small child, we don't know that we have a choice to change that or to stop that or to make a different decision. And it isn't until we're an old adult that we may come to that real, realization. But a lot of things are already going to be hardwired by that time. So it is. It's because, but we, we are here to live in the, in the, in the physical and so that's part of it, is that, okay, um, that is our reality at this point in time. We are physical. And so it's honoring that at the same time that we maintain that connection with the 
soul within us. And it, it is, um, it is, it does take often a lifetime or a large part of our lifetime to learn how to do that, even yes, to wrap yes. our ra- mind around what that means. Yes, that's right. That's right. And, and so some people, I, there, some uh, psychology, I don't remember where I read it is what I'm trying to think of. But anyway, it was uh, that true maturity comes around 30. And that most people around the age of 30 and 29, 32, whatever, <clears throat> make major decisions in their, de- in their life. That's when the big decisions are being made. And then they will act on that, usually. And, and some of those decisions get harder to, um, to change. We, um, we get set on a path. And sometimes our mind tells us that we can't change it, but that really isn't true. We can always choose a different path. Yes, absolutely. Always. Always, always. Right up to the very last minute of life. Exactly. And I, I remember Bernie Siegel in one of his books saying that even if it's in your last breath, if you make a new choice, then you've accomplished what you needed to in this life. <laughs> yes, that's true. And that's another thing I wanted to mention is that we do come here with a goal, but we don't come in with a locked-in time schedule so that, yes, we plan to do such and such in this lifetime, whatever that goal is, but we can take 20 lifetimes to do it if we want. We can... You know, because we have free will, so we can decide. Okay, we want to we want to play around in this life instead of getting to business and doing what we're supposed to do, or what we've cho- what we've chosen and what the goal we put before ourselves. So that's wonderful to know that we have that much free choice, and time doesn't matter at the other side. There is no time, so it doesn't matter whether you take one life or fifty lives. It it. It's irrelevant at the other um, on the spirit level. We probably wouldn't need anti-anxiety medication if we could all really get in touch with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, yeah, we're so here for, and many people do choose. We all choose a, a reason, a reason for being here. We choose a goal, is what I'm trying to say. And what what we choose with that goal is we choose. Uh, the how we're going to look, what, what what race we're going to be, what uh, country we're going to live in, um, what our features are going to be, our parents. We choose everything down to our big toe. And then we also choose circumstances that will lead us and guide us in that direction. And so we do come across people and circumstances that are meant to be. But that doesn't mean that everything is um, is meant to be, that we have a lot, a lot, a great deal of free choice in all of that. And also free choice in what we do with even those experiences and relationships that we're meant to be, how long we stay in it, whether we ever leave it, um, how yes. we act in it. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of free choice. Yeah. Uh, 
yes, and and I think we often give up our our freedom of choice, thinking that, not realizing that we really do have that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. No, we don't, because as I've said a few minutes ago, we start from as small children being trained and taught that we need to rely on others to make those kind of decisions, and then somewhere around eighteen, they say, "Okay, you're grown up now," and of course, we're not. You, we all know, except for 18-year-olds, they don't. Uh, the <laughs> maturity comes much later. <laughs> and so we get to the point where we think that we always need, and we do need others. We do need others. We can't live in a vacuum. But we do also have the freedom to make those choices and to make a different life for ourselves. Always, every minute. And I'm curious, you were talking about how we set goals for ourselves before we come into this life. What are some kinds of goals that we might set for ourselves? Well, they can be as small as raising a child to maturity. Uh, it It can be as big. As, as making a change in the world. It can be something as big as um, Donald Trump <laughs> or, or the Queen Elizabeth, um, or it can also be uh, an African person that makes, uh, you know, that's suffering and that makes a, an impact on the world uh, for compassion, that, that even though they suffer, <clears throat> we learn compassion through them. And uh, so the goal is very, very different and, and extremely varied. And that's why we can't make a decision about or a, a, a judgment about others because we don't know. Maybe that person's goal was to be a street person. Or maybe alcoholism is something that person needed to, or addiction is something that person needed to learn. I don't excuse it. I'm not suggesting that because they're in that position that they should stay there. But outside of them, it's not up to us to decide or to choose or to judge. And and I think that's the key. It's the judgment that we have about ourselves and about others that is so detrimental to the joy of life. And that if we could just allow experience, learn what we can, even from what we see as bad choices that other people make, rather than judging them and judging ourselves, but look at everything as learning. But I think that we're taught to judge from not just uh, the things that I've just mentioned about the poor or the, that kind of thing, but we're also taught through our uh, through the guilt of the churches and uh, not just any one church, but many of them. And uh, we, we get taught that when we do something, we're wrong and bad and, and it's evil, or at least partially evil. And so we, we learn to judge from right from childhood. And so we have to learn how to let go of that and to understand and to have compassion for others. Uh, yes, and we're almost at break, but I want to touch on the fact that you also talk about there being no heaven or hell, um, or or no as we, we no punishment um, 
after right. in the afterlife. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. There, there is something that people call heaven. They often talk about walking in a garden or, um, or you know, in the mountains or by the water or whatever. Uh, so certainly there are there there is some place that people feel they go to, um, and they are, and there's a great deal of love there, and that's fascinating to me anyway. But uh, there is no hell. No, there the the. What we found is that people who experience negative experiences, that's because that's what they think they deserve. They give those experiences to themselves. And as soon as they ask for help to get out of their bank, they're out of it right away, instantly. So they make another choice. So we're back to that choices again, because that's really important. Yes, it is. And I want to pick up on that after break because I think it is essential. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You will receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It continues to be a gift that helps my clients heal at a more rapid rate than would normally be expected. Now on your paper, write down what you can do to be true to your authentic self. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Lynn Russell, who will talk with us more about near-death experiences and what it has to tell us about living and specifically we'll pick up on this idea about punishment in an afterlife and our self-punishment even in this life. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel. On the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You 
are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you wrote down what you can do to be true to your authentic self. And I'm so glad we're here with Lynn Russell talking about what near-death experiences tell us about living. Lynn, let's pick up where we were um, at break, and that was talking about a punishment in the afterlife and how we how it's self-punishment then and even in this life. Yes, yes. We are told repeatedly, and it isn't just like even our parents use guilt to, to get us to behave. So we're repeatedly being told um, that, that what we are is not enough is not, you're not measuring up. And so there is this overwhelming amount of guilt that that comes with that because we feel like, what's wrong with us, you know? And so by the time we get to be adults, we are punishing ourselves in place of being punished from parents or whoever. Um, um, and, and so as far as punishment goes, at the other side, it's a little hard to uh, imagine that 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 God or the, the whatever our Creator would punish us if we are part of of that source. One of the little children, it was an eight-year-old boy. I can't remember his name, but he asked he asked, um, "Where's God?" And and the soul that was with him, the, the guides, said to him, well, you can't see God because God is part of you. You can no, lo- longer, see God, no, no longer see God than your hand can see you. So that if we are one, completely, totally one with the, the, the Creator, then how can the Creator cre- be angry with itself? How can it create, you know, it just doesn't make sense that it would be angry with itself. And so I think that that is a big piece of why we, uh, we are accepted. Why would, you know, you can't, it's just a learning experience. The other thing is I think that when we're on the other side that the creator or the source knows how difficult it is for us to be over here and to do exactly right all the time. It isn't possible. So I think that there's a lot of compassion and understanding for us over there, more than we ever thought, and more than we give ourselves. And that's, I think, an important lesson about living that we could learn. I love that example that um, your hand, that you can't, you know, your hand can't see you, but we are all one. And it would be, if God is pure love, nothing but love, then there cannot be any anger or blame or hatred or punishment. 
That's right. That's exactly so. Yes. How can there be? How, God can't punish himself or itself. You know, it's not possible. And, and so that's what we are. Yes, and we need to remember that and stop abusing ourselves to give us that same compassion and love that God is giving us, for us to feel that, to allow it in, to absorb it. Yes, exactly, exactly. And and absorbing is a good, that's a good word, because when people go to the light, that is exactly what happens. They become completely absorbed, not only into the light, but become the light. They become the love. And light is love. And that's what people mean when they talk about that light. It's actually pure love. Yes, yes, yes. And repeatedly people will say that the light is the creator. Uh, there's a beautiful example, and I think it's in creation or uh, my chapter in creation in my book. Uh, and a woman named Debbie Sue talks about an, a, a flower perpetually blooming, constantly blooming, and that, she says, is what creation is. And it's just through love. It's wonderful. I love it because it means that that's what we are. How beautiful. Are there any stories um, that stand out to you uh, from all of the thousands that you have read and studied? Yeah, that's hard to, to do. But I think the ones that talk about our reality, that what, and what we've been talking about today, um, that we are love, that we are a part of the creative force. And that that we've giving we're losing uh, we don't give ourselves credit for who the beauty we are. You know, as you're saying that, there's something that occurs to me, and that is that because we are part of creation, and because our energy does, we are one, and our energy does affect everything around us. It's really imperative that we learn self-love and self-compassion because that affects our energy. It decreases the negativity in our energy. It increases the positivity, which again influences everything around us and the health of the world. Yes, exactly. And through that compassion for yourself, you can then understand and reach out and give compassion to others. Yes, and I discovered many years ago that the um, perfectionism that I was demanding of myself was affecting the people around me. Um, I had a secretary at the time, and, you know, we didn't have computers then, and so it wasn't as easy to make changes. And if a, you know, a period was out of place or a space or whatever, something that nobody but me would notice, I would, you know, have her redo it. And one day I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, this is ridiculous. She was always, she was non-plus, she didn't care. She was just fine. But then Mm -hmm. I thought, this is silly. And I realized it was because I was so hard on myself. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. 
Yes. Yes, and we really do need to pay attention to this. We talk a lot about it. There's a lot of talk about self-love and oneness and all of this, but I don't think it's penetrating. Some people get it and some people don't. And that's what my workshop's about, too, is to teach the oneness, to teach you scientifically, using science to teach you the beauty of your being. And how do you do that? How does science teach us about well, the Well, I start off by showing uh, the, um, oh boy, that's a little hard. <laughs> but what I show is through quantum physics the, that, that, uh, that because that the universe is a hologram, and if the universe is a hologram, how what does that make us? Another big question I have is if in the beginning there was only dust, then where did consciousness come from? If the Big Bang was dust and gas and all that stuff, where did consciousness, how did this dust and gas suddenly become what we are, or an animal even, or an amoeba for that matter? You know, how did it become more than just a dust, just a piece of dust? Beautiful. And and with that teaser and opening to her workshops, let me uh, suggest that you go to LynnKathleenRussell.com for or, more information about herself and her workshops and um, all of the wonderful information that she has to share. Lynn, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful. You're welcome and have a beautiful day. And I'd like to thank you. And I'd like to thank our listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page and to my store to purchase Lynn's book and mine. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energy Healing, the Ohm Awakening, and the Ultimate Creative Problem Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, heart, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing. Click on the link to register for my Ohm Awakening workshop, then go to Calendar of Events and press click here to send me an email with your commitment to yourself to make changes. As you begin to experience success, please send me another email so I can read it on the air and we can celebrate together. Those of you who live in Dallas and want to experience my ultimate creative problem-solving process, join my meetup group by clicking on the icon on my website homepage. We meet the first Wednesday of each month, 1130 to 1. Please join us next Thursday. 
when Rabbi Rachel Cowan will talk with us about wise aging, living with joy, resilience, and spirit. In the meantime, if you have a difficulty in your own life or have an inspirational story to share, please leave a phone message at 1-214-736-4460 or send me an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Music.